Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Have you ever found yourself saying this on a Saturday night? I'll even sleep on a futon. I'm that desperate. Do you find yourself getting into arguments with inanimate objects? What the fuck does that mean, Xbox? You and I are about to have a fucking problem. What? If so, you need to head over to ASAPodcasting.com, check out our podcasts, click on our Amazon link, and make your life a better place. This commercial is brought to you by ASA Podcasting. What's going on, gamers? Welcome to episode 20 of Game Talk. I am Jeremy, and I am joined by Michael. Hello. And Victor. Howdy, howdy. And Game Talk newcomer, Pat. Hi, everybody. How you doing, Pat? Hey, Pat. Doing okay, thanks. <laughs> How the rest of you guys doing right away? <laughs> Good. 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 Yeah. Relaxing Sunday. Yes. So let's uh, let's jump into this, Pat. Why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about your gaming history? Oh, okay. Um, so uh, so maybe you, I, I, my gaming history goes back to pre you know pre computers. You know, so uh, uh, when I was growing up, my family always used to do a lot of board games, you know, Scrabble and stuff like that. So I you know have, have gamed in some way or the other all my life. Um, then for me, so uh, sh- showing my age here, so for me in high school was when, uh, you know, the, the TRS-80 and the Apple II and all, you know. We, we never had one of those at home when I was growing up, but I had a chance to, to, to play with those, like, at, at school events. And, uh, like, I went, to a, like, I went to a computer camp when I was in high school one, one summer. Nice. Uh, yeah, it, was, it was actually funny. It was, it was run at uh, Clemson University. It was in their uh, engineering department. That was back when uh, the uh, – we actually didn't use – Apples. Then we used uh, their like uh, PDP eight or something. It was like literally a teletype with like little strips of paper to feed in your code and stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. that's why I played on one of those <laughs> PDP eleven in, in high school. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. There was it wasn't the classic adventure game, but there was some kind of I forget what they had. They had some kind of text based game. Uh, and then when I went off to college, of course, then we had you know more of a, a quote unquote mainframe that had you know the adventure game on there, you know, uh, you know Get Lamp and all that. I, I I was not really heavily into that, um, but I, I played that a little bit, you know, a, a little bit in the computer center when I was you know, supposed to be doing my you know my assignments or whatever. 
and then when I was in uh, when I was in college, I got an Apple II. So I, that was when my what uh, junior year of college, I got an Apple II. And there was a guy on my hall who uh, was uh, a computer science engineering student, and he had had an Apple II. He actually didn't own one, but he had friends, and so he had a bunch of pirated software, like old, I think Ultimate. Nice. I think it was Ultimate Two was was the one we played. So uh, that was that was my sort of my first big computer gaming experience. Um, and, uh, you know, that was one you know, the, the, the Lord British was like, he was like a pixel base, you know, he's like a little, it was on my little green screen apple. Uh, you know, but it was, it was pretty cool at the time. Uh, and he used to do, uh, you know, he, he would, he would feed me different games and stuff. Uh, there was the one, the this is all, all kind of different stuff. Uh, and, and probably the, the, the one that was kind of a theme was like the, uh, uh, the Infocom games, you know, so uh, Letter Goddesses of Phobos, and uh, I, I, did, I wasn't I wasn't big into Zork, but I, I liked uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, which was a classic uh, Infocom game. Yeah, yeah, that Leather Goddesses. Um, so let's see. Uh, then I, you know, so I had various Macs, and you know, over the years I've gone Mac, PC, gone back and forth. <laughs> right now, I'm, we're I'm, I'm I'm on Macs, although I have a gaming PC laptop. Uh, that I pretty much use just for gaming. Um, so uh, I guess probably uh, sort of skipped a few years uh, during the parental years of not doing a lot of gaming. Although I did get an N sixty four. I guess that was my first console. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember the name of it. There's that Star Wars game that came out with N sixty four. It's, it was the one where you had like different levels and like some levels should be fighting with a lightsaber and some levels should be flying an X-Wing to bring down the AT-ATs. I don't know if you guys know, remember that game at all, um, but it was actually really good. Shadow of the Empire? I don't, it was not an RPG. It was more like a, a, a level game and you just, it was like, there was like nine or 10 missions. And that's not ringing the right bell. I should have looked it up before I got on. Anyway, that was my first console game that, you know, that I own personally. Back in the day in college, I had a friend who had an Atari 2600, so I did, you know, Pitfall and some, and some of those kinds of things. But the first one I owned myself was an N64. And um, uh, so I did, you know, oh, and, and, then, and then the other big thing on that on that platform was GoldenEye, the the, the James oh, Bond game, which is an awesome great game. Great game, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was an all-time great game. So, yeah, that was one that, you know, played all the time. Because cause that one had the missions, but then they also had, like, the PvP. It wasn't online, but you could have, like, two people you know, with the same console. So that, that was a lot of fun. Uh, cause you could, uh, you know, chase around, you could goof around with it. It had some funny hacks and cheats that you could build into it and stuff like that. So, um, uh, and then, uh, then, uh, let's see, we went, had a PS two. No, actually, no, the, 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 the tiny, tiny little machine. That was, that was the first sort of, I had the Sony PlayStation or PlayStation Two. We used to do Tony Hawk's, you know, skate. So I wasn't there was a phase when I wasn't doing a lot of RPGs, uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater and that stuff. And then eventually, when Fallout Three came out, I had just gotten an Xbox um, 360, so I didn't get a original Xbox. I got a 360, and it had a couple games. And I said, "Oh, let's get Fallout 3. And that's when I kind of you know, really got heavily into. Mm-hmm. Heavily into Fallout and uh, and 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 New Vegas, cool. And uh, I, I ne- did not get the Skyrim bug. There was just a period of time when I kind of wasn't into gaming a lot. So 
that's the period when probably a lot of people were getting into Skyrim after New Vegas came out. So I jumped over Skyrim and then picked up Fallout 4. And of course, been, have been obsessed about that. You know, Jeremy, I've heard you talk about your, uh, your, your gaming ADD. I'm kind of the opposite. I have like gaming OCD where I just kind of obsess over one game at a time. And, and mm-hmm. you don't, uh, you know, I, I, it was first, it was Fallout 3 and then it was New Vegas. And then I went through a period of not gaming for a bit. And once 4 came out, I've, I've been stuck in that just, just neck deep in, in Fallout 4 on the Xbox. Nice. Cool. And then maybe just the other thing is in terms of gaming, you guys haven't talked about, about, I used to do a lot of, uh, you know, like, uh, tabletop gaming, you know, mostly, mostly D and D, but a few other things in college and after college. And that was, that was, you know, kind of how I got started into, into paper RPGs, but, but, you know, obviously a pretty easy transition into computer and, and console RPGs too. Totally. Yeah. Nice. So, uh, are you going to get Skyrim? Like, is that on well, your radar now? Well, that's, it, it depends on, yeah, maybe. I mean, it's like, like a list. I've heard you guys uh, talk about No Man's Sky. I guess it was on last week's Game Talk and then following. Uh, that's actually one reason I'll, I'll sit back and listen while you guys are talking about that later. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm, from what I've heard, I'm not convinced that No Man's Sky makes sense for me. Uh, <laughs> But who knows? Who knows? I don't know. Uh, Skyrim. I'm a lot more likely to try Skyrim than I am uh, No Man's Sky. Not least because uh, I can get it on Xbox. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got I've got the PC laptop that I use sometimes, but I just feel like you know the the, the console is just you know you can sit in your comfy chair and the computer and it you know and it and it's 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 just it's it's a nicer just more relaxing gaming experience to be on console and I don't have a PS. Mm. Um, Skyrim's probably more likely for me than, than No Man's Sky. All right. Well, since you brought up No Man's Sky, <laughs> Michael, Victor, what, <laughs> yeah. what have you guys been doing in No Man's Sky? Oh, God. Flying around the galaxies. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm on, like, I, I, I've been kind of doing the Atlas path. Have you done that at all, Victor? Um, I have. I follow the Atlas path enough to get my first atlas pass yes um, that's what i've kind of done too <laughs> yeah so i wanted to do that so i could you know go into the uh um <laughs> sort of the uh what do they call it in in, in the airlines uh, it feels it feels like the you know the the points the points lounge uh <laughs> in the space station you get to go into the uh, uh you know the other door instead of just the one on the, the right. You can yeah. go into the one on the left. Yeah, the opposite uh, side of the space station. Yeah, um, and just with the level one pass, you get the uh, suit upgrades and stuff like that. You can't get all the way into the sky lounge, um, <laughs> so because uh, you need a level three pass for that. So yeah, but the t- the level two gets you into the those doors in the uh, buildings, right? Um, yeah, it was some of them. I think so. Yeah. Cause I don't have a level two pass yet. I don't know. Either, uh, either. Yeah. So, how many, um, how many levels are there? I think there's just three. Okay. Yeah. I would say, I know I've seen level threes. I didn't know if there were anything. I may be wrong though. I mean, when you get farther and farther down the Atlas path, there may be level four or five and whatever. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not far enough to know. Um, cause I, I, I kind of did what you did. I, I'm almost, um, traveled far enough in the second part of the atlas pass thing but um or the atlas path i should say but uh, yeah. i decided to stop and start building up my uh 
storage spots, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just didn't have enough. I, I started doing it too fast, and I just didn't have enough. And um, I was starting to get Atlas stones, and they right. were filling up slots. And so then I had no slots to mine stuff. It, it was just getting to be a pain. So I, I kind of have gotten to a place where I'm, I'm now just building up my suit, and uh, I'm trying to find some ships. There's, yeah. there's no place to, for lack of better terms, there's no home base to go store your shit at, right? No, like it's just not your, yet. your ship and your suit. Yeah, not yet, but that's, I think that's coming in an update, right? Oh, yeah, be I believe awesome. that the rumor has it. Uh, I mean, based on just what Sean Murray has said, I think it's all somewhat speculation um, in terms of the specifics. But he, there is base building, and whether that means uh, a space freighter that you can then dock your little ship with and store all kinds of stuff in there. Um, but if that's the case, then your space freighter may or may not be susceptible to pirate attacks. Who knows? And yeah. so I don't, nobody knows how that's all going to work. Uh, I think you know building a permanent base on a procedurally generated planet might be kind of difficult. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, it's going to be tough. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. I don't know how that's going to work. Um, I mean, should do you want? Shall we talk about some of the sort of nitty gritty mechanics of the game um, and? Uh, Sure. Do you want to get into that? Sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, it it is at its core um, an exploration and and you know inventory management game. It's not a, you know, as I said last time, it's 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 not a space fighting game by any means. Um, and uh, and they sure don't teach you how to do it. You really have to figure it out for yourself. I mean, I've I've noticed now that that. Um, aside from the spacesuit upgrades, the exosuit or whatever it's mm-hmm. called, um, which you can find at the drop pods and, and in the Atlas lounges, um, in order to get more slots in your spaceship and your and your mining tool, you have to keep buying the next larger mm-hmm. size. So mm-hmm. that once you buy one with 11 slots, the next one you find will have 12 or 13 slots and so on and so forth. I think that's the only way to keep upgrading i think uh and and crashed ships yeah follow this pattern right yeah i've been having an issue with the cra- the the ships that all of the ones the last four i've come across have had one less slot than what i already have oh so it doesn't necessarily <laughs> always follow that okay no unfortunately so i actually switched planets just to see like maybe it was because of the planet i was on or something uh, but yeah, yeah, no, it's uh, for me right now. That's an issue I'm having. I, my ship only has uh, like 16 slots or something. Oh yeah, I have okay. an early, early one. Uh, and my suit, I've just kept going to as many drop pods as I could. Uh, so my suit has, let's see, six times so 30. I have 31 slots. In oh mine. nice. Oh. Yeah, mine's only like 26 or so right now. Yeah, I just found my 25th this morning. I've been really concentrating on that, though, to build up the slots on that, and then I'm going to work on building up the slots on the ship. I, I yeah. start doing, I start doing. okay, i got to go mine a bunch of whatever I can find to take and sell to get a bigger ship. Well, while I'm doing that, then I start finding drop pods, and, you know, now, you know, you're over $100,000 per, per well, drop pod. Well, it goes pod. up 10000 per mm-hmm. slot. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. my last one was uh, one hundred eighty thousand or something. Ooh. Yeah, 
just which, for one slot mm-hmm, yeah which takes a bite out of your your savings account when you're hitting two <laughs> or three on a planet trying to save money for a ship yeah what i found was once i find a place where i can sell stuff on land or mm-hmm. on whatever on a planet mm-hmm. Uh, I just leave my ship there. I run around and just mine everything right in that area. Go sell it. Do it. Mm. You know, go back out again. Do the same thing. Go back out again. Do the same thing. Even if it's cheap, like things like iron and stuff like that. Uh, I still just mm-hmm. I do it that way. Yeah, that's that's a good idea. I I've uh, I've done some of that, but you're not you don't get the best prices. You get much better prices up on the space stations. But of yes. course, yeah. as soon as you launch off a planet with a load of really valuable stuff, mm-hmm. you're going to get attacked. I got yep. attacked for the first time this morning and yeah. was not happy about that because I had it. There were five of them, and my ship's not really. I don't know if it's my ship or if it's all ships aren't as maneuverable. No, that's honestly the space fighting is kind of. It's I won't call it lame, but it's not really great. It's not. No, <laughs> I think I've taken out two ships oh. that have attacked me, um, but it's not easy. I generally yeah. just run if I can. Yeah, you got to use the yaw, the pitch and yaw mm-hmm. uh, keys, uh, whatever they are on the on the controllers, a lot. Uh, and if you're even slightly prone to motion sickness, <laughs> it's, uh, it's probably not a good a good scene. Um, but so so what I do because I'm I, I just. I don't know. I honestly can't be bothered. I haven't upgraded any of my ship's uh, weapons because I don't want to use up the slots. Um, so what I do is I just sort of say, okay, kill me, and I and it respawns you in the space station, then you pop out, find your grave, and uh, pick up all your inventory because they don't steal your stuff. Uh, I never went yeah, to my grave. And, if you find your inventory, yeah, you get everything back. That's yeah. true. And cool. then run right back to the space station because they don't respawn right away. So. Yeah. Uh... Son of that's the, um, but uh, and that's kind of not cheating, but it's kind of lame. <laughs> but that's that's what I do. So, um, sorry, Victor. No, that's all right. One of the, I think I was on a moon. I landed on some something's moon, and for the first time, granted, I've only found. Well, let me pull up my picture here to find out the the number. Um. I don't know, I've been to, what, six planets now? Yeah, six. Oh, yeah, and, that's it. <laughs> yeah, not many. No, two galaxies, six planets. I went crazy, so. <laughs> I got a, I had anim, I had aggressive animals. Yep, well, that's not which, true, yeah, that's not easy. <laughs> no, I, luckily they get icons, so you know right, where Right, you get that are. little red paw yeah. that tells you. Yeah. So yeah. I, I figured that's what it was, so I took care of them, and then I had another one that, I'm guessing was a glitch. It it was a fish on the land with its head in the sand or in the dirt. It wasn't even near the water. And it was just it was marked as an aggressive species, but it couldn't move. Huh. Tail was just <laughs> oh, yeah, must have been around. So I avoided it, it. I don't want to get close to it and see what Yeah, it could be a glitch. You never know. I it's I've seen some pretty bizarre creatures. I mean, again, they're procedural, so mm-hmm. uh, some of the some of them are bizarre to the point of being really creepy looking. Um, I, so I had a glitch that I I I don't like that when you're landing, you can't maneuver a little bit. 
you can't kind of just move it to the left or move it to the right or yeah. even spin it around. Yeah, that is tough. I landed oh. right next to a rock. Again, you know, you just hit square and it drops you. It's not like here's where I want to slowly land. And when I went to take off again, it kept hitting the rock until it blew up my ship. <laughs> oh really mm-hmm. oh man i had one where i like was on the top of a tree or something yeah that was about to say that's that's what's happened to me you land on something tall and and it spits you out of the ship and and yeah uh, and then you fall off yeah <laughs> and then, yeah i had that happen uh, do you know if you landed uh one of the outposts where it's just a single landing pad mm-hmm. if you go away for a long time and come back your ship will be all the way up in the air so other people can use the landing pad. So oh, okay. it was well, probably just bumped up by by random people landing and taking off. Is that? Uh, I guess it's like an automatic feature, but it's like way up in the air. Um, like oh, you wow. can't jetpack to it. <laughs> oh wow! So you have to hack the thing to have it come land, basically. Oh, okay. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. So if you leave for a long time, <laughs> uh, just the single pad ones, not the you know nine mm-hmm. or whatever landing pad. Right. 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 right outposts but and also uh if you use those or the you know the other things the like other markers where you can call your ship to come mm-hmm. land. um if you take off from there you don't use any right they'll give you a, the, the pads give you a boost yeah. yeah you get a boost from those i just so found you- that out in prep for the show i was kind of jumping through polygon and i saw that like son of a gun because <laughs> I, I get in my ship and take off a lot. Well, I do anyway, too. But you know what? There's so much uh, plutonium around it. It really doesn't matter. Right. Anyway. Yeah, the plutonium is so ubiquitous, it doesn't really matter that much. I, I have way too much of it, uh, but I'm sort of I'm, – I'm kind of OCD in that way myself. Hmm. I mean, I, I just – I hoard things that I'm going to need, um, yep. and, uh, which is why I need uh, more slots. So, um, so what <laughs> – items will the sentinels get you just plutonium or is it all the red lightning bolt icons no anything that isn't marked neutral they will eventually okay come investigate okay uh, if it's marked neutral though then you can mine to your heart's content mm-hmm. and if it's emerald and make sure that you yell bam 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 as you're mining it it's very important <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm trying to figure out what emerald is actually <laughs> well i mean it's the most valuable uh i believe it's the most valuable mineable um mineral or ore or whatever you want to call it right it's more yeah, i think so yeah yeah pretty yeah. first time i saw somebody referring to that online i thought they just didn't know how to spell emerald <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah no it's, it's so, so can, I, can i ask you guys a, a question about the game absolutely because um, i've been trying to listen you know today and there's a couple you know the other game talk a couple other things just read about it so so it sounds like there's sort of a just freeform exploration option where you don't yeah. necessarily really have a goal or a mission or a plot, but then there's the other, whatever, you know, pl- plot line or, or storyline or whatever option. So yeah. w- what's the, so what's the con? like you guys talk about the Sentinels, like, like who's behind the Sentinels? Do you know, like what, what's the deal with them? Why, why do they even exist in the open universe? Why did somebody create or some force create Sentinels? I don't know, actually. I don't know if that's something you find out when you get to the center of the universe thing. Because um, that's another path is to get to the center of the universe, but you need the Atlas Stones to do that, right? Is that what that yeah. is? Yeah. Is, so and is the that a third are... thing is part of the freeform, or is that part of the like the storyline? Uh, 
it's a the storyline part is really vague anyway. Like the Atlas Path is there's not oh. some big story to it. It's just you kind of are traveling from system to system. Well, there is over. I mean, overall, there is a, there is kind of an overarching uh, story to to who the Atlas is and where yeah. it came from, and and I believe the Atlas is what left the Sentinels behind. Yes, um, yeah. and. Uh, uh, and so there are actually now, I think, since the first big patch, there's actually three possibilities when you start a new game. You're offered three choices instead of two, like I was when I started. Um, and uh, one of them is the Atlas Path. One of them is the Freeform Exploration. And there's a third option, and I can't remember exactly. What, I heard it somewhere. Um, yeah, I only not, had two when I started mine. Yeah. Um, so so I, I don't know. But but And you can you can progress down the Atlas Path fairly quickly quickly i believe as long as you yeah. find the right planets to mine the resources you need you can move along it fairly fast and it's it's kind of it's very sort of metaphysical what i know about the story um what little i know about it um but uh you know it's the the free form suits my sort of game playing style a lot anyway so i i've just and and you when you do the free form you're probably um you're better suited just like we were saying earlier, uh, picking up pieces of the Atlas storyline so that you can grab the things that you need, like recipes for making warp cells for your hyperdrive and things like that. It's a lot easier to find those if you follow little bits and pieces of the Atlas story. Is there a way to pick up the story? Sorry, Pat. Yeah, it's in the menu, actually. I think you can just switch back and forth and follow the path if you want. Yeah. Yeah, anytime from from anywhere, I think you might be a little farther out. You might have a few more jumps to get back on the path, but but uh, yeah, you can pick it up just about any time. So, so have you guys played Mist? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the the, the free form like no instructions kind of wandering around aspect sounds a little like Mist, where you have to figure it out as you go along. And of course, Mist very clearly has once you figure it out, there's a very clear plot and story and resolution. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wonder if that's where, you know, this is going to, now you, uh, when you guys talk about procedurally generate, I think Victor, that was, or maybe Michael, I'm not sure which one of you guys was talking about. It sounds like that's where it's, it's basically making it up as you go along based on your, your, ex, as, as you expand out into the galaxy or universe, it's, it's sort of making it up as you travel. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, everything is being created in, in real time as you move through the, as, as you move through the systems and across the galaxy and, and through space, it's all, uh, I mean, you're, you can name planets that you discover and systems and those names persist. But I believe that when you revisit a planet where things are, isn't necessarily exactly where they were before. I mean, the environment's going to be the same. Um, but the game, uh, I don't see that. I, I can't, I can't say for sure. I don't know whether the game locally saves. No, it can't because there's no, there's one of the problems with the game. One of the big problems with the game, I think a lot of people complain about, including me is the lack of mapping of any real uh, uh-huh. mapping. The lack of ability to mark places that you've been. It doesn't even, I mean, in this, they have to include somehow. Uh, it doesn't even really let you know when you're on a planet. Uh, it doesn't indicate at least that I've noticed, spots you've visited, the icons don't change in any perceptible way um, no, so I, to indicate that you've been there before. I think the only thing that changes is it goes from like a the question mark 
so it will tell you what it is. So that's what I noticed about the planet. I spent a lot of time on a planet because they're enormous. Right. And I was having a blast. I'm like, this this is just one planet. And I'm having, you know, going to all the buildings and finding stuff and just, I was just having a blast. And I would notice if I would turn around or turn the direction I came from, everything that was a question mark now says, you know, manufacturing or shelter or whatever but that's it right and it's gray perhaps right Uh, but then some of the other things that you that you discover don't change like the um the manufacturing facility icon and stuff like that those i don't believe those change in any way do they no i don't Uh think so no yeah Yeah, so and i i just recently i was this morning i was trying to because my my oldest son is playing a lot of the game too and he's so he was uh, we were chatting, and and uh, he said, "Yeah, you know, I found a way to find find my way back to my original system." And I thought, "Oh, cool, okay." Uh, so you hop out into the you know into the galactic map or whatever mm-hmm. it is, and press X, and and you can follow your path back. Well, I got back to my second system, but I I cannot find my way back to the first system. It's just, huh. it's just, it's really frustrating and annoying. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. that part of the game is just really frustrating, and and I I hope they can find something to do about it, um, because people you know people like to to know where they've been and where they're going. Uh, it's it's all fine and good to have this immense universe to explore freely, but it's nice to know where you've been. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, no explorer, and I've been reading. You know, nonfiction about explorers my entire life. No explorer just wanders off into the woods without any, <laughs> you know, without any way of finding their way back from where they came. So, uh, and that would probably include space explorers as well. Um, so, uh, so on the other hand, it's it's it is pretty cool to say to take that left turn, you know, and <laughs> hop off the Atlas path and just you know point your way out into the void and and hop your way into nothingness yeah (laughs) even when you're on it you're you're it's not a real strict path because you can bounce between all the planets within each system you go to and yeah and all that um i i think i'm on about my i don't know 12th 13th 14th system something like that wow um and uh well because what happened was i i built my hyperdrive and then i built plenty of fuel for it and then i got the first you know, version one of the pass, and then I wanted to start looking for ships, but I was like, well, I'm not going to waste the fuel in my hyperdrive, so let me burn it out. And uh, I went Ooh. as far as I could. <laughs> okay. So it was empty, and then started looking for a ship, because I don't need it to travel between planets. So uh, I figured I'll, I'll find a decent ship in this system that I'm in, and then move on from there. Because um, it's got a few planets in it, so... so- but, uh, I wanted to use up that fuel first hmm. since I'd spent time building it. What uh, what do you have for a ship, Victor? You mean how many slots, etc.? Yeah. Um, do you know the name of it? Uh, I did until you asked me. <laughs> uh, and now I can't remember. Um, no, I can't remember what it's called. Um, actually, do I have the... Screenshot. I'll look at my screenshots and see if there's a screenshot that has it. Um, it's right now. It's a 23 slot ship, I believe. Yeah, that's what I've got. Um, yeah, and 
um, it's a, um, you know, it's, it's perfectly adequate. <laughs> About 1.25 mil. Did you pay for it? Uh, no, no, I paid much less than that. Son um, of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I don't remember what it was. It was like 800,000 something maybe. Mm. Um, but, um, it's, um, yeah, no, I don't think I have any screenshots of me standing next to or near the ship because that's where it pops up the mm-hmm. name. Um, yeah, I haven't bought any ships yet. I just, uh. Well, I bought low. I mean, I have a lot of money amassed. Um, yeah, you said I have you had... over, over 5 million units. Jeez. Uh, Are you saving and... for anything in particular? Um. Uh... I mean, have you yes and no. seen something uh, that you wanted, or are you just letting them? No, uh, I, I, it's just the way I am. <laughs> I, <laughs> I like to have money in the bank, you know. <laughs> it's just a good policy, <laughs> um, and so uh, I, uh, I spent a lot of time mining cool stuff. Also, um, discovered a nice mechanic um, when you're in this in the right space station. Um, particularly items like dynamic resonators. If you go into the uh, into the galactic trade terminal and look for the items that have a star next to them, see what they're selling for, Ooh. or what the, what the terminal is buying them for, mm-hmm, I should say, mm-hmm. and look for something that's buying high, and then go out and into the onto the um, you know the landing deck and find all the merchants out there and see if they're selling it low. You can make a pretty good profit. I I was doubling my money with with dynamic oh. resonators. Um, you have to find the right the right star system and, and sure, space station sure. to make it work right. And sometimes it's opposite. Actually, sometimes you can uh, buy from the terminal and sell it high at that with the vendors. But uh, that, that that's less. Uh, um, that only can you can only do that once because the uh, terminal doesn't re you know oh, doesn't sure. reload right away. Yeah, sure. But the vendors keep coming back and forth, so you really want to find the you know buy it cheap at the vendors and then go and sell it high at the terminal. That's the best the best way. Um, so, but dynamic resonators are one of the better items to do that with. Hmm. I'll have to uh, start doing that. Yeah. Um, to and poison sacks, I believe, or poison or venom sacks are also notoriously. Good that they're worth like five or six thousand a piece, and they're ubiquitous on certain planets. So hmm. if you can, if you can, but they take up a, one inventory slot per yeah poison sack. So until yeah. you have a, a large suit or whatever, uh, it's just not efficient to, to that. That's the biggest problem I find is inventory inventory control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Especially with those items, like uh, you know. You can't stack more than one, without, you know, uh, whether it's a fuel cell or the, uh, or anything really, right. yeah. anything one off. You can't stack more than one together, and it takes up an entire slot. And if you don't have a lot of slots, it's uh, yeah. I think that might should be uh, an upgradable thing, but I don't know. I mean, it's part of the game. It's the way they designed it, and and uh, that's that's just it. That's the way. Well, it, it definitely is. makes you think through what you exactly. have carrying and, yes. and i think if they expanded it too far uh it would just be too easy to hoard things and and be able to right yeah i agree and and that's why all the cheats and stuff like that delight you know and that's, that's bullshit i mean the it's it's the game 
And yeah, exactly. Right. Um, and, uh, and there's ways the, to upgrade it. You have to go. You can go around and find the drop pods and upgrade your suit, or you can rebuild ships, or you can you know buy a ship off us. Of, yeah, wherever you have yeah. across another alien. So there are ways of uh, upgrading it, and uh, and even your mining tool you can upgrade for free. If you, uh, I forget what places you go into, but when you go in, you talk to those aliens, or you help. Oh them yeah, out. yeah, yeah. And he offers you the tool or something if you do yeah. the right, if you say the right thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've gotten up. I think I have like eighteen slots on my mining tool. Yeah, I've got uh, seventeen. I think two times in a row, I I walked in. I think it was the one with the landing pad. Maybe there was a multi-tool you could buy on the wall, mm-hmm. and I talked to the guy, and he gave me a better one. Really? For free. Okay, I should try it. It, See, I, every, I, I've tried that, and it's it's been the opposite experience for me. Uh-huh. Um, I, I just got a 13-slot one. That's the uh, the biggest I've had so far, and uh, the guy had offered me an 11. So I, I don't uh, like the fact that you can't you don't keep your old gun or old multi-tool, for lack of better terms, to sell. No, but one thing you should do is is. Uh, dismantle all of the yeah. all the upgrades on it before you get rid of it, because then you get that stuff back, right. oh. <laughs> or whatever you get, you know, whatever you get back from. Yeah, it's a percentage of it or something. I guess it's not all all of it. Yeah, uh, it's not the whole thing, but just yeah, just like when I my ship that I sold, or I guess I didn't sell it. the The old ship, the original ship, is still sitting in the space station, and it hasn't yeah. moved. Yeah. So. Uh, Will it just stay there? I don't know how long they stay there. Maybe until you leave the system and come back, it'll be gone. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure how long they stay there, actually, now that you mention yeah. it. What, what is uh, the biggest ship you two have seen slot-wise? Slots. How many? 48 is the, 48. is the max. Holy cow. How much was that? It's like 60 million. <laughs> <laughs> And there's people out there that have that have amassed that kind of a fortune. I watched one guy, uh, a YouTuber named Daniel Cross, who's he's a lot of fun. He has long, long uh, streams of of No Man's Sky, um, and he's he's like a, he's a mining fool. The guy is, he he like he, Poison Sacks is one of his uh, his favorites, uh, but uh, yeah, uh, I think he had one that was forty two slots or something like That's that. That's pretty good. Yeah. Wow. I don't know what the max for the suit is, but also the slots for in the ship are double the size of the slot. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, what is it like five hundred units per ship slot yeah. and two hundred and fifty? Oh, per yeah. yeah. But that still the one-off items are still only one right, per slot. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I thought. Well, maybe they should. There should be an upgrade so you can at least store two per slot or something. Yeah, those, those one-off units. You know, that's that would be nice. Yeah, that won't also, break anything. That that doesn't doesn't break the world or anything like that. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. I think uh, it's in line with what they have already really. Yeah. Um, but uh, there's also something, I don't know, Jeremy, if you've, you, you may have figured this out already, uh, but probably who, not. Who have, um, the slots uh, adjacent slots provide a bonus. So when you're picking, um, particularly if you're buying a ship, Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't do this as much with with uh, with the um, the the gun because they're kind of random. Uh, but mm-hmm. when you're in like a space station and you're shopping for a ship with all the vendors that are coming in and out, uh, you want to try to pick one that has slots in the right 
places because when you uh, when you make an upgrade to one of the ship's basic functions, if if you make the upgrade in an adjacent slot, you get a you get a bonus. And then if you upgrade that, say from a sigma to a tau next to it, they they interact, so you get a, a more more of a boost. So. Oh really? I didn't even realize. Yeah, that. yeah. The, the the outlines will turn green or yellow or purple depending on the um, on what kind of item and what kind of upgrade it is. Um, really? But yeah. So you you want to try it. In other words, if you say you so you find a ship that has thirty slots, but the, your your all your systems are in a single row, or most of them are in a single row at the top with with no slot immediately under them. Uh, you want to sort of avoid that one. And try to find one that has a nicely, sort of tightly packed uh, arrangement of slots. Ah, hmm. um, that makes sense. So it's, I guess it's what happens when it when it's outlined in red. What does that mean? Uh, it beats the shit out of me. But <laughs> it must be good, right? <laughs> I will, I, that's I have that issue with my multi tool where some things are outlined in red. Yeah, I don't know if that's because they're for the bulk caster and then the other things for the mining beam or you know i haven't quite figured that part. i think that's what it is if it's, it's red if it's a weapon I, I may be wrong but but uh, I, I think that's what it is too but i'm i yeah. wasn't positive on it because all my like my uh my mining beam is all the all the upgrades are are outlined in green um yeah and uh and i think the my well my favorite on in system weapon is uh, you know in the uh, multi-tool is the uh uh, the pulse grenades. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, uh, those things take out sentinels in one shot. Yeah. Uh, instead of trying to hit them with the stupid bolt caster, uh, I mean the bolt caster is fine once you have a lot of upgrades on it. Yeah, if really it's rapid fire and stuff like that, you can get through pretty quickly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but the but the uh, and the 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 other thing, um, another mechanic of the game, the the environments, um, you know, you have radioactive you have poison you have hot you have cold and and your suit upgrades and everything uh, it's nice to have the zinc and the titanium to you know the the oxides i guess or what upgrade your or recharge your suit for that but if you have a a good quick acting pulse grenade firing from your multi-tool i just bore myself into the side of a mountain and and sit there for a few seconds while my suit regenerates and then pop back out again instead of wasting resources recharging it yeah that's a good idea too um, so, uh, that, that's a, a good little, you know, trick to, uh, and if you get down into a cavern sort of a la Minecraft, I'll sort of pulse grenade my way out the side of the cavern instead <laughs> of trying, instead of trying to climb out, you know, just sort of dig your way out. So the pulse grenades will blow up regular material. They blow up anything. Yeah. Oh, okay. Them. Yeah, because I haven't really used those on mountains at all. I've just blown open the steel doors with them. <laughs> yep. yep. Yeah, that's the other. That's what I. Yeah, I tried the bolt caster first for that and got wasted by the sentinels. Mm-hmm. Um, but with a a good uh, uh, upgraded pulse grenade, you can blow your way through a door in like four or five shots, and yeah, inside, and the sentinels will then de-aggro. Um, so. Or you just blow up the sentinels and get that titanium from them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have so much titanium now. I, I've like got like two slots dedicated to it. I don't want any more titanium. Oh, and the one thing I didn't realize until, of course, Connor told me because he was watching <laughs> videos on it. Um, <laughs> is, uh, you can get. Uh, well, I found nickel when I was flying between planets um, from mm-hmm. some of the asteroids mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. a ton of thamium nine. 
Yes. Yeah, all the small asteroids are thanium. Yeah. Uh, the big ones I found iron, copper, iridium. I found two giant emerald asteroids. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, see, the problem with that is I I mined the heck out of them, and then all of a sudden pirates. You know. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 So. Um, and it's tight. It is the space battles are incredibly hard because you can just cannot maneuver to fire at them. Yeah. yeah. Well. They need to. Well, I shouldn't say they need because again, that's it's their game. They can do what they want with it. it. Works perfectly fine on my system and all that. Blah 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 blah. But it would be nice if there was an auto lock. I mean, I'm a wimp. I don't. Yeah. I don't want to. You know, it's like it's just a pain in the ass without it. Um, and I know that's that's like uh, that's like a total fail when you're, you know. But that's the way I play. Doom. That's the way I play. I mean, I'm 59. You know, I don't. I don't have the reflexes I used to have. I. I just want auto lock so I can shoot things and be happy. <laughs> so. Well, um, as tough as space battles are, they need they need something or a heat seeking missile, more or less type of a. Yeah, that'd be great. I don't. Maybe there's something like that coming or one. There of might be an upgrade that I haven't seen yet. Or, yeah, because you know, it's just. Like I had the one, and it was only five ships, but I barely even saw the things. I kept trying to spin around. Oh yeah, it's hard to find uh, them. And then once you start spinning around, uh, you pretty much lose where you're going. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, if you had a plan on heading to a planet, and then you've just spun all over the place, good luck. <laughs> good luck. Mm. Unless you were real close, and it's you know easy to see or whatever. But yeah. yeah. Maybe that's maybe I should have just went for the planet. I uh, what I do is I hit my boost and just try and outmaneuver them and just keep going for the planet because obviously your pulse you're not allowed to use, which is your fastest mm-hmm. uh, way to the planet. But um, your boost still works. Yes. Yep. And I I just if I'm close enough, I just hammer that and just keep maneuvering, keep maneuvering, keep maneuvering, and hope I get there. Yeah, me too. That's what I, I've tried. That actually, the, the last time I made it onto a planet, they persisted. I mean, they were out there every time I popped into my ship. They were, their little skull icon would appear and a little bit of music uh, in the background, you know. But they were like right outside the atmosphere, waiting for me. Well, they they followed me onto the planet. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. But once you land, like I landed at a, an outpost or something, it was uh-huh. close by. Then they just flew on off. Oh, know? okay. But yeah, they they actually tracked me all the way down to the planet. Wow. Okay. Oh. On one, uh, I think it was the last time I ran into pirates, actually. Well, well, anyway, I mean, it's uh, overall, it's I think it's a great game. I think all the all the breathless hype and and rude, you know, um, criticisms of it are completely unwarranted. I've I've got I've had no issues on the PC, um, and there's all kinds of you know. BS out there about how awful a PC port it is. That's bullshit. <laughs> it, you know, maybe a few systems had problems with G-Sync and a few other things, but uh, in, it, it's a, it's fine. Yeah, if you have background processes running, uh, the game doesn't like that. Um, and if once you've played it for a long time, if you're on a, you know, a boot that's been alive for a while, the frame rate will start to drop. Well, just pop out of the game, reboot your system, and start over, and it'll be fine. I mean, lots of games do that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a memory issue. So uh, it's, it's, it's fine. It's, it's a good game. You, you may not like the mechanics, but uh, that's a choice. Uh, otherwise, it's, it's a fine game. I, what, yeah, I 
really been enjoying. I mean, I've probably the, the past three days I really put in a bunch of hours and did more planet planet exploring and stuff like on actual planets instead of just flying to everything. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I, I've enjoyed that a lot more, building up my suit. Mm-hmm. And I just really need to build up the ship. That's all. Yeah, it really scratches the same itch uh, that some of the like Danny O'Dwyer said in that piece I posted on on the. Uh, on the Facebook group. I mean, it's, it scratches that one sort of digital walk in the woods itch and it's, it's perfect for it. I, I think I'm going to, um, eventually it's going to be the kind of game that I come back to occasionally and play for a while and really mm-hmm. enjoy, but I'm not going to play it, you know, constantly. I, I want to keep right. that enjoyment level up. Yeah. yeah well, I definitely agree with what you said last week about how it's something you can hop in and out of and don't feel lost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I definitely, uh, like, and other than Skyrim, which I've played so much, but like other games, like even now when I hop back into Fallout 4, I feel a little bit lost because I haven't played it that much. Yeah. And uh, any game really like that, or like if I go back and play uh, Oblivion, whatever it is, it, it just takes me a while to get back in it. Whereas like if I leave this for a day or two, I feel it's like going back to Minecraft. I don't feel lost or anything. I just kind of... Yeah, exactly. Start- it's yeah, that's what I was saying last week about about The Witcher. It's, it's so hard to hop oh. back into Witcher Three and figure out where the heck you were and what you were doing and everything. It's just too daunting. And and uh, this game, no, I'm I'm sure I can just hop right back in after three weeks or whatever, and just enjoy it the same way I did uh, any other time I've played it. So, yeah, I mean, you could just pick up and just start exploring wherever you happen to be, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's not, it's not going to matter, you know, where where you are really. Right. Yeah. One yeah. of the other nice things that I was doing yesterday with the game was. Because there's really no audio interaction, I just had podcasts running. Yeah, a lot of people do that. It's interesting. I haven't tried that yet. I, I should I should try that. It's a good idea. You know, you're not talking to anybody that's not on the you know, it's not captioned on the screen. So I was having a blast. I was listening to podcasts, catching up on stuff and playing. It was it was awesome. Yeah. I I, uh, I really enjoyed that. Um, yeah, everything the aliens you come across, it's all subtitled, and unless you know the words anyway, you're yep. not gonna know what they're saying. Anyway, so it doesn't <laughs> yeah, that's right. mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think no, I had one conversation. I had three words I knew out of it. I was pretty excited about that. Yeah, it's, yeah, really, it's good. It's, yeah, it's kind of cool to once you start learning more words and trying to guess what they mean. Some of those puzzles and the math puzzles, I'm I'm enjoying those. Those are those, those are fun. Yes, yeah, they're kind of simple you know but but they're fun to figure out they're simple and then sometimes if you go too fast on them you're like oh wow i've I've done that only once or twice i've I've gone too fast and and regret it going too fast uh otherwise you know they're you know simple you know uh and there's one puzzle pattern that kind of repeats and that's kind of lame i I think oh the 721 or whatever it is yeah yeah yeah, it's uh you know times one times two times three times yeah 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 it's easy to recognize um but uh, yeah, cool. Well, I, I just, I mean, No Man's Sky, yeah, awesome. Um, but I'd like to know, especially from Patrick, what what he's if he's got any games coming up because I I'm really really interested in in uh, in uh, uh, this uh, new Deus Ex that's coming out. Did you really just do that to me, Victor? <laughs> I was getting ready to ask that exact same question. <laughs> <laughs> Wow! Sorry. No, that's that's awesome. 
So Pat, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, I, uh, yeah. I, actually, I've been. It's funny. I've been. I've been listening to everything and list, it's sort of taking in all the stuff. And I, I still can't decide if I want to play this game or not. So uh, I, I will probably. Uh, I'll, I'll probably wait till there's a price drop on the PC yeah. version yes. and, uh, and pick it up then. Just and that That's way I'll have idea. it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. at some point, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be some weekend. You know, especially mm-hmm. come the winter and it's snowy and I'm I'm snowed in at home. I got nothing else to do. I'll want to fire up a new game. So. Uh, it sounds like it's something I should I should give a try to, um, you know. So for yeah, for for me that's yeah, you know, I'm just kind of uh, still really literally stuck in Fallout, and I, I spent all I <laughs> I spent all weekend you know hating my roundtable character for Fallout. And, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but and and uh, I, I still feel like for me like Fallout is just uh, there's stuff I haven't tried yet. There's there's you know, there's ideas I have for for trying characters and 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 things like that. So that that that's to me what I'm doing. Like there's Nuka World coming up and other things. So I for me I probably have another several months of life out of Fallout. Mm-hmm. And what, what Skyrim's going to come out in October? Is that right? End of October. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so so actually for me that's probably what I'll wind up doing is that I'll I'll I'll, I'll probably sort of feel like I've, I've done fallout because that'll be right around a year after fallout came out so there's a yep. probably pretty natural point for me to pick up you know pick up skyrim and, you know it's like you, you um like you guys were saying uh uh in terms of like sort of putting the game down and picking it back up i i that that for me i, I have a hard time kind of getting into a game which is another reason why it's just fallout i can just sort of naturally i go away for a week and like i get down and my you know everything's just automatic you know all the stuff i want to do and 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 that just fits sort of my schedule and timing better for mm. me. So that's what I tend to do. So I, I am kind of looking for that game of, okay, I fall out's over what I want to do. Is it Skyrim? Is it something like this? Um, and, and sort of the extensibility of, and, and, and size of the world of Skyrim feels like it might be the right thing for me. Mm-hmm. So it's why a, do you definitely a time sink? Why yeah. do you, <laughs> why do you hate your own table character? <laughs> He's, he's he's well. So I'm so I'm playing on survival mode. I'm crawling around oh. Bar Harbor, and he's just oh, he's God. just not a he's just not a good fighter, right? So mm. uh, yeah, I, I don't mind dying because that happens in survival mode. But you know, he's uh, uh, and, and maybe I just need to give him a little more patience. The other thing, uh, partially, I'm also feeling a little bit guilty because I'm I'm just kind of pretty widely deviating. The, the further I go, I'm at level 24 now. The further I go, the more I'm deviating from the fudge muppet build oh, because okay. I, I just don't think. I think those guys have really optimized it for, you know, for, for sort of the RPG aspects. But in terms of the playability of trying to do the stuff you need to do in Far Harbor and survival, I, I, don't, I just don't think it's at all optimized. So I'm yeah, doing they, more. They say more that. Co- true. True. Yeah. Yeah. So so I'm, I, I'm 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 skewing more towards like I'm like I'm picking up the combat related perks as soon as I can get them as opposed to like, I think like for them, they had gunslinger three coming in like at level 37 or something, but I've already, I picked it up as soon as I could get it mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, 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 I believe they optimize those builds for playing on normal. Um, so it's, it, they're definitely not, uh, they didn't figure in survival mode for, yeah, yeah. except for their survival mode character. Right, 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 right. Yeah. It's or Santa Claus maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey! Can I, since we're on Fallout, can I can I ask you guys a, a question for something about Fallout? That the first time to be in like hundreds and hundreds of hours of playing Fallout, I have never seen this happen before. You guys, when you guys were talking about blowing your way out of caves with with grenades, that made me think about this. So you know how there's a lot of games where 
blowing up a door is a part of the mechanic, right? You, you know, that's, you, you put a, you either do it intentionally with a charge or like mm-hmm. you, you have an explosion and that, that blows up a door and that's how you get past a door. And there's a lot of games that are like that, but then there's other games where you can't get through doors by blowing them up. You have to get a key or unlock them or whatever, you know, and fallouts in that ladder camp, right? You, you have to open the door with a key right. or a password or whatever. Yeah. But I had, so in, in, in fallout four, I was doing a vault tech mission and one of the vault tech miss- missions sends you back to um, hallucinogen. Hmm. I don't know if you guys have done that, but you know, so you know, in fallout. So sometimes they'll reuse a location, like, and sometimes they'll repopulate the location with different mm-hmm. enemies or different goodies or whatever. So I'm going back through hallucinogen again, and I can't figure out where I'm supposed to go because all the doors are blocked. And so oh. I just sort of randomly said, you know what? That door's blocked. Maybe there's so, so I, I like threw a grenade into a room. And it blew up the door. I've never had that happen in hundreds of hours of Fallout, like wow. blowing up a door with a grenade. Wow. Has that ever happened to you guys? No, not that I can recall. <laughs> no, not not to me either. I don't that's, know if I've ever tried it either. Yeah, well, I, see, that's the thing. I, I was stuck, and, and I, I went to I went. So it, it's one of the ones. It's a typical Fallout thing where you have to go down to go up, right? You go down, and then you kind of skirt up the. You go up the stairwell and go across, and you have to come back down on the other side. Mm-hmm. You know, typical Fallout level. And what happened was, I think on my first playthrough, like that door was like it was it was rubble. It wasn't a, a door; it, it was it was a door, but it had like fallen off the hinge and was blocking the stairwell I needed. And I tried everything, and I went and found a YouTube video. It's like, no, that's where I need to go. So I said, <laughs> you know, what the hell? I got I got frag grenades. I'll just throw a frag grenade and see what happened. And sure enough, it did that. I've never had a fallout level happen like that where you have to blow your way through a door. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't recall that either, actually. I wish I had, uh, in retrospect, I wish I had uh, done a, an Xbox clip of it just to post because I, 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 it was just really weird that, that mm-hmm. uh, uh, and it was like completely gone. It was like the game, like almost like, us, like oh shit, that's not supposed to be there, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, I mean, there, that's one possibility. I mean, uh, it could have been just a, a glitch. I had, I mentioned it last night on the on uh, the, the round table um, when I was going through uh, General Atomics for the um, the robot thing, whatever it's called, um, automatron. Um, that whole interior there was completely uh, wrecked with with video glitches. Uh, I mean, not wrecked that I couldn't get through it, but the invisible floors and mm. and visible walls and mm. things like that. And uh, I think some of it may have to do with the same thing you were talking about, where they they repopulate the uh, that particular building to suit the DLC or whatever the add-on is. Um, and, uh, and there was some things clipping. It was, it was pretty bad. Um, Are you an Xbox? Uh, no, I'm, I'm on, I'm playing a modded PC game. So it may have had to do with some mods too, but I, I kind of doubt it cause I don't have any mods that, um, that affect that unless uh, this just occurred to me, unless it was Beantown interiors. Mm. Um, Oh no no I I, I deleted that because it was causing the other trouble. So no I don't I don't know I it, it, um yeah, but so it could have been just, you know. this one might have been related to there's a uh, on the one point seven update that just uh, re- that just rolled out uh, it's it's glitched Voltec so so it was it was the Voltec workshop rerun of hallucinogen that I had that was doing and and. Yeah. And Baltech Workshop has been sort of hosed by the 1.7 release. So, Uh-oh. so, so when I when I, I downloaded 1.7, did that mission, 
then I restarted my Xbox um, to load some mods from my roundtable guy. And when I did that, it popped up and said, Voltec Workshop it was not loaded or something like that. So something was going on in my particular Xbox configuration that, that between those two play sessions, Voltec sort of unloaded itself. So maybe, maybe 1.7 glitched that level and, you know, it, and, 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 had something to do with that, with that glitch. That, that, that could be the thing I'm, I'm you know, I, I, they're supposed to be pushing out a, a, a patch to the patch to fix the vault tech issue. Um, <laughs> oh, so I may try it again after that, just to see if it was something that, that was related to that, uh, that patch problem. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Michael, is there anything you're looking forward to besides Skyrim? Uh... Take the ringer off the table. Yeah, I, I don't know, because I'm, I'm so deep in No Man's Sky right now, mm-hmm. and um, playing Skyrim in between that with little things I have going on that uh, I haven't even looked to see what's coming up next, really. None of the, like, Gears 4 or anything like that? Uh, I don't really play any. I'm not a first-person shooter kind of person mm-hmm. or anything like that. Um, I generally don't even play games with, with guns very much, um, other than hopping into Fallout. Right. Just not my forte i just prefer mm-hmm. the more fantasy world sure um but uh yeah i haven't even uh, i haven't really looked to see what what's coming next because i spend so much time in one game if i really enjoy it that right uh that it you know i mean i could i'll hop back into i'll probably be playing no man's sky god knows how many hours <laughs> once i move it out of the living room so i actually have control over it again. <laughs> um <laughs> and then i also have uh i had bought uh, what was that? A uh, zombie type? Not a zombie game, but um, last uh, Last of Us. Oh yes, Last of Us. I never. Uh, I, I picked it up on sale, so I still have that sitting on the PS4 to play. So I, nice. I'll probably hop into that too. That's just that's just an awesome game. So yeah. Do, do you guys, do you guys typically have both consoles, PS4 and Xbox? Yeah, I have all of them here, but yeah. I have. Eight-year-old, so I blame it on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm shame. I'll take full credit myself if I ever decide to get a PS4. Yeah, I have a I have a PS4, but I will be, I probably will have an Xbox One by the end of the year, um, just for like because yeah. <laughs> is there a killer game on PS4 that that I ought to be playing? Uncharted. Well, Last of Us is one of them for sure, and Uncharted yeah. is another. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've got both, but that's because I'm essentially an eight-year-old. All <laughs> <laughs> ask, ask my wife. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I think as far as the exclusives go, I think uh, the PS4 has it kind of over the Xbox. I don't think it's a better system overall, but I, I think it has better. better Agreed. Yes. Um, yes. And, and uh, plus the modding with the Xbox for for those of us right. that don't have. PCs, you know, being able yeah. to play uh, Fallout modded and you know Skyrim when it comes out modded. That's right. which is why I'm gonna. I think yes. I'm gonna get the Xbox One. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean, there's no doubt I'm getting those. Getting that for Xbox. Yeah, I'm gonna I, get it for Xbox yeah. just to uh, play the new, you know, upgraded version because I'm gonna keep the old version on my PC because I don't want to mm-hmm. ruin everything. <laughs> Essentially. I mean, yeah, I'm kind of worried about that. We'll have to see how that all yeah. plays out. Yeah, that's going to be up in the air until we see how that goes, I think. Yeah. Now, does the, is the new, uh, the remaster, is that going to come with like all the DLC as part yeah. of the package? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It, yeah, it is, yeah. It is essentially a, an updated legendary edition. Nice. Uh, and I did so. see on Amazon, I just happened to be 
kind of browsing Amazon this morning, and they do have a uh, special edition strategy guide out, the hardcover Prima. <laughs> no, it was pretty good pictures. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which I'm assuming funny. includes all the DLC and stuff, so... In the, so. in the I would, guide. Yeah, I would assume yeah. so, yeah. So. But yeah, I just don't know what this... Uh, I want to play it on Xbox just to have it for the round table and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but I don't know what it's really going to give me beyond what I have on PC, so. that That's my only thing, which is why I think it's a free upgrade on PC if you have the Legendary anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Well, uh, anyone have anything else that we're after... We're just over an hour, which I think is our our sweet spot. Yeah, no, I'm I'm just like I said, I'm looking forward to this new Deus Ex. I want to see how it oh, how it does in the reviews, and and maybe I'll pick it up. And if I do, I'll can you give uh, us the talk about it next week? Deus Ex Elevator or the Deus Ex Elevator pitch? I did oh God, right. no, I I couldn't. <laughs> I, mean, I have I uh, I played the original. Uh, way back in 2000 or whatever, and don't ask me anything more than, yes, I really liked it. I don't remember that much about <laughs> okay. it. Um, but uh, I didn't play the subsequent the sequels to it. Sure. Um, but this one is looking really good, and uh, so I, I may pick it up. All right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll wait for some feedback from you, whether it looks good or not to you. <laughs> Get a little uh, info on it. Yeah, I've never played any of them, so I'll uh, guess I'll kind of wait and see what the feedback is. But I've got to start saving my pennies to keep building out the the basement here. <laughs> <laughs> Between that and the games coming out, I've yeah, really don't have a lot of money. So um, yeah, so I, I think uh, Pat, do you have anything? Anything else? No, uh, thanks for letting me join. I really uh, enjoyed listening to the uh, the No Man's Sky talk, and uh, you know, I'll, I'll I'll be watching for the sale. I'll probably buy it when it comes up comes to sale, unless I get the PS4 first. <laughs> then you got to get it. That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, as always, you're welcome back anytime. Appreciate it. You know, next time there won't be as much No Man's Sky talk, hopefully. So <laughs> talk Never about not. some other I stuff. I enjoyed yeah. it. So uh, yeah. thanks for you know. Yeah, please uh, feel free to jump back in anytime you see the link posted. But uh, so let's see. Uh, make sure you head over to our uh, webpage, asapodcasting.com. Check out our other shows. Make sure you click on the Amazon link. Have you used that for a digital game yet, Michael? Uh, I probably have. Mine goes to uh, my local school, though. So. Mm, okay. Because uh, uh, you can't um, use your own <laughs> for stuff you buy. Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, <laughs> It'll be a nice way to get a discount easily. Yeah, but, uh, doesn't, can't you use it? a little sketchy there, yeah. Yeah, so mine goes to uh, a Smile account, which uh, goes to the local school. So, okay. And I buy a lot of crap. <laughs> I, uh, I should have bought... I just haven't bought a digital code off Amazon, so I didn't know... I would think it would. Every, pretty much everything does at, at, at different levels. I just so. don't know how quick it would come back. Like, is it an instant code? That, uh, I guess that's more my question. Like, if I would have bought the digital No Man's Sky from Amazon using the Amazon link that you find yeah. at asapodcasting.com, you know, is that instant delivery? And then, I don't know, I guess that was my concern is... 
Oh, speaking of that, I have a copy of No Man's Sky to return because apparently I pre-ordered two by accident. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I gotta, I gotta return that. <laughs> Give it away at the charity stream. <laughs> Yeah, I, if I forget to return it, I probably will. <laughs> I, 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 I have to. I really have to do that, though. <laughs> yeah. All right. So be sure to check out our click on our Amazon link. Check out our other shows. And thank you guys for your time on a Sunday. I appreciate it's you guys uh, stopping in, Pat. Thanks for jumping on for the first time. Again, feel, my pleasure. Feel free to stop in anytime. And until next time, keep gaming. Thank you for listening to this episode of Game Talk. Be sure to check us out on the web, asapodcasting.com. There you can get links to all of our other shows, as well as use our Amazon banner. Click on the banner, go to Amazon, buy whatever you want. Doesn't cost you a thing. Throws a little bit of love back our way for sending traffic to Amazon. We will also be donating anything above a set amount to the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation, a charity that is very near and dear to the hearts of those of us here at ASA Podcasting. Again, thank you for listening to Game Talk. Go to asapodcasting.com, check out our other shows. We'll talk to you soon. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.